Hey folks, welcome to a Forest Wood Cup edition of the FLW Podcast. Uh, Kyle and I aren't really going to talk too much in this one. We've just got a couple interviews with some Carolina boys here to uh, sort of preview the cup and set the stage. Uh, first up, we got, of course, the one, the only Anthony Gagliardi. Uh, second, Shane LeHue. So we've got our North and South Carolina perspectives. We've got a past champ. We've got possibly a future champ. Uh should be a good little mix there. Really help us dial in on the lake. Um, of course, it's the cup, so there's a lot going on. We've got FLW Live all three days. Uh, you can watch the anglers fish. You should come out. Uh, Dreyer Island is where takeoff is. Weigh-ins in Columbia. FLWfishing.com is your home for all sorts of goodness. So, you know, enjoy it. Uh, if you're around here, come on out. If not, please watch. And, uh... Here's a couple interviews. Alrighty, and now we're joined by uh, 2014 Forestwood Cup champion at Lake Murray, Anthony Gagliardi. Uh, Anthony, you won the cup. You've won a tour event here at Murray. Granted, that was back in the winter. Like, right. If there's a local in the field, well, there is. It's you. Um, so, like, I guess, how do you feel coming back to Murray for sort of round, it feels like round two now? It does. It had a. It's got a different feeling this year. Um, you know, circumstances in 2014 were obviously different, and it, you know, all of my focus and, and energy was just put into to making that tournament because of the way the season started. And I didn't really. I just didn't have much time to look forward to fishing it. Um, yeah. As opposed to this year, like I said, I had a good year this year. Um, you know, halfway through the season. It was pretty evident to me that I was probably going to qualify, and so I had time to, you know, start thinking about it some and, and looking forward to it. So there's been there's been more buildup in that sense, um, just because I, I feel like it's, you know, it's, it's been known, you know, at least to me that I was going to fish it, or it felt known that I was going to fish it for quite a while, as opposed to that year. Um, with that being said, though, I mean, I I still don't think I feel as much pressure this year as I did back in 2014. Because once that tournament got here and I had time to you know, sit back and just appreciate the fact that I had made it. But once it was there, then, it, the you know, my focus shifted to, okay, you know, this is going to be the second time that I fished the cup on Lake Murray, my home lake. You know, if, how many other opportunities am I going to get to do that? Yeah. And um, had I not won that one and then us coming back here again this year, this would have been my third time here. I just think that that pressure would have kept building upon itself and, and – I mean, I like to think that I've been able to deal with it, but it, it would have been there for sure. But, you know, having won that one three years ago, I don't – I just – I don't feel that. I mean, I, I, I've been kind of looking at this, and it feels like another tournament to me. Obviously, I feel, you know, like I have a, a better shot than, than I did when I rolled into lacrosse Wisconsin or somewhere like that just yeah. because <laughs> I'm familiar here. But um, the need to win, you know, isn't the same as it was then. My desire to win is the same. But I don't feel that pressure. Like I have to win on home lake, and I got to get it done now. You put the same amount of preparation into the tournament now as you did then. Right. You know, it's just not. It's not in your maybe not in your mind as much. Or right. No, exactly. I mean, I've not. I mean, I don't want it to sound like I didn't 
that I'm not and I'm not going to give it my 100% out here. I mean, that's not the case. I mean, I've I've done all I can do, and you know, I've, I've spent a lot of time out there, and um, I'm going to prepare, you know, just as much, if not so more, than I did that year. I mean, because I learned some things in 2014 about here this time of year, and. Yeah, that's one thing that's a misconception. I don't fish out here much. I mean, regardless of the time of year, uh, especially not in August. I mean, it's just not. It's not I, great fishing. Yeah, we don't you just yeah. don't do it. And, and so, you know, I, I've not had a lot of on the water experience out here this year. So, I mean, that one week that we were here when we fished that tournament, you know, that's that was by far the most time I've ever spent out here in the summer. And so I was able to, you know, I was able to learn from that. You know, some of the things that worked for me then. Um, hopefully it may work for me again and some of the things that I did that didn't work I mean I, I could kind of eliminate that and and my practice this year was probably a little more efficient than it was back in 2014 um, it was sporadic because I'm, I'm still not I still didn't fish a lot of places that I that I knew I'd fish in the tournament so I mean there's gonna be a new water that I'll fish tomorrow that I haven't been to yet so there's still a lot of unknowns but um, I think I made better use of my practice time this year okay um in your so I feel like last tournament, last time we were here, you fished a very versatile tournament. Mm-hmm. You know, you did some schooling fish, you did some brush, you did some shallow stuff, you did some, like, point. I mean, you had, if you could do it on Lake Murray, I feel like you did it a little bit in that tournament, just about. And, but- and like, uh, whereas, like, Scott Canterbury, who finished second, he really got pretty dialed in on, like, just the shallow bite. Right. Um, do you have a sense of how the lake is sort of sitting this year? You know, a little bit. I mean, I think that there may be more opportunity for that shallow bite to, to present itself just because we have we do have more vegetation this year. There's more shore vegetation. The water's a little lower, though. Water might be. I don't know. I'm not sure about the levels. I think maybe the, the water, the depth of water in the grass might be lower. Um, and sometimes that just has to do with how high the water is when it starts to grow in the spring. So if the water's really high in the spring, then the grass, then the grass sets up shallower okay. and once the lake comes down a little bit then you got less water even though the water level could be the same if not higher and i don't know i've not looked at the levels compared you know now to then but i there yeah i mean it's going to be similar there's going to be some shallow fish that will be caught there's going to be some deep fish that are going to be caught there's going to be some schooling fish caught um and, and a little bit you know in between all that and and i'll my approach is going to be the same as it was in 2014 i mean i got a little bit of everything i think that you know, if, if something's not working, hopefully I got something that can kind of bail me out um, like it did last year. I mean, it's, you know, even though I won that tournament last year and, and people, they, I think a lot of people forget that I only weighed in four fish on day two. Yeah. So, I mean, no matter, I mean, somebody says they think you got a lake dialed in and I did win, but and you don't catch it's not dialed not in when, dialed. You, when you don't weigh in five yeah. one day. So, I mean, it's still hard and you still have to. You know, you still have to be prepared for it to not go like it, like you want it to, and not like you planned it. And, and hopefully, you know, I have some things that might can bail me out if I if I run into a jam and and help me to you know live for another day. All right. Um, what's uh, what's your feeling on like a winning weight for this tournament? Because it took I think like twelve and three quarter pounds a day around, when you yeah, won, and thirteen around, pounds a day when 13, Bennett won. That's right. Fifty. I think I had fifty one, a little bit over fifty one, just shy of thirteen a day. Um, obviously, I think that we're going to be in a three day event versus four. The weight average is going to be higher. Um, yeah, I wouldn't have won if that one had ended after three days. I wouldn't have won with with yeah. what I had. Um, so yeah, I, mean, I think that, what Ayler would have won that then probably. I think he was leading. Yeah, he <laughs> Although was leading. Although who knows how? I mean, who yeah. knows how? But, but yeah, he was lead. leading going into the last okay. day. Um, 
So, I, I mean, I think the average is going to be a little bit higher. I mean, if I had to put a, a number to it, I mean, I would say I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go out and I'm going to say 15 pounds a day. I think 45, it may take 45 pounds. That would be really cool. I mean, I, I mean, I think it will. I mean, that's, that's kind of what I think it's going to take. Okay. So you feel? Do you feel like it's fishing better than it was, or do you feel like the fact that it's There's, three days changes the fact it that, that three much? days changes it a little bit? And, and I think what'll happen is this field realizes that and there's going to be more people that are going to fish for bigger fish because they know that i mean i think that they know that they're going to have to to catch a bigger weight and i think you're going to see more guys doing some different some power techniques and they're going to they're going to be targeting bigger fish and and all it's going to take is just one of those guys to hit on it and it worked for them then all of a sudden i mean they then they then they do that so i think i honestly think that that's probably what it's going to take all right. Second place, and I, and it may be drop-off. I mean, there could be drop-off from that. I I would probably say in order to make the cut, it may be similar in weight to what it was in 2014 okay. for the top ten, but I do think the winning weight will be bigger. I like the sound of that. Um, do you uh, do you think – I feel like last, so last time in the top ten we had, we had you, we had then uh, – Ayler was fishing offshore mostly. Right. Um but then we had a lot of shallow guys. Yeah. And I kind of asked you this before, but if you had to break down, like, percentage-wise in the top ten, what do you think? Probably half and half. I okay. think it'll be. I think it'll be probably half and half. And you're going to have some guys that are going to do a mix. I mean, they're going to catch some out deep, and they're going to catch one or two shallow. And, you know, a lot of guys are going to do that. A lot of guys are going to fish the bank in the morning. They're going to try to get a big bite in the morning in that window. And then they may move out offshore and fish a little bit. So, I mean, not, not everybody's going to pull a cannonberry and really dial it in and, and stick Talk with shallow. one, you know, real shallow water bite from, you know, start to finish each day. Um, there will be some, and there will be some guys that are going to make the cut doing that, probably him. Um, but then you're going to have you're going to have some guys that, you know, stay deep all day, and then you're going to have some guys that do a little bit of both. And uh, there'll be a mixture, I think. It, it, I think it'll be pretty evenly spread among the top ten by how, as far as how they got there. Okay. And then my last question, in your, it looks like we're going to have a lot more cloud cover in this yeah. tournament than we did last yeah. time. In your opinion, how does that weather impact, like, the schooling bite, the offshore stuff, you know, like the brush and that sort of thing, and even the shallow stuff? Is it something that people are going to need to be really aware of, or is it, or can you fish some of the same game plans? Yeah, I mean, it, it changes things for sure. Um, you know, if I'd have had my, my preference, I'd rather it have been – hot and you know bluebird no wind and, and let it be really tough because um, it, it just it does change it, it, that hurts the shallow bite for sure or at least at least it makes it a little more um, less predictable specific to what you have to do i mean when it's when you get a lot of cloud cover you know for numerous days like we've had it's going to pull some fish that are out shore, offshore it's going to pull some of them into the bank and, and they're not necessarily going to set up on anything specific like cover wise i mean like a dock or something they're just going to be up there and they're going to be moving around they're going to feed you can catch those fish but it's not like it's not like when it's sunny and you go flip shade and and docks and you can really target specific things to you know to to get dialed in on a bite so it's a little more random when it's um when it's like that and that same thing goes for offshore fish too it just it brings a little more randomness into it as far as where they are on specific places and and how deep they may be and, and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's something to definitely, you know, keep in the back of your head. All right, cool. Well, I like it. Uh, Anthony, thanks for stopping by, and, you know, good luck this week. Thank you. Appreciate it.
Sportswood Cup Edition podcast. I got Shane LeHue with me, a.k.a. Big Fish LeHue. And uh, Shane, you're back at a cup again. This is your third straight cup, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah, dude, you're pretty much like on fire. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't say that, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm just happy I'm back again. Got a chance to, you know, fish for, fish for a championship. And uh, I was looking at some stats earlier for me. And from your first cup you fished in 15 to 16, you know, there was a trend of, like, doing better. And I feel like because now this is kind of close to home. Mm-hmm. Yep, it is. And, uh, I mean, I, I wouldn't be surprised to see that trend keep going. I mean, like, do you do you have a lot of pressure on yourself this week, more so than you did the first two cups you fished? Yeah, I think there's a little added pressure. You know, it's close to home. I'm going to have a lot of family, a lot of friends here. Um, you know, I don't want to dis- disappoint, obviously. Right. But, you know, I got a game plan going where I'm going to swing and, uh, you know, try to win if, if it doesn't happen it doesn't happen yep. you know if i don't weigh in a bass i don't weigh in a bass that's just <laughs> gonna be the way it is but i'm gonna go try to get around some big ones um i know a couple little deals to go catch a couple keepers but i'm probably not even gonna mess with any of that I'm just gonna, okay you know try to keep some if i get a bite hopefully it goes in the live well you know right and uh i mean it does sound like from just talking to a lot of guys throughout the course of the week of practice that um Compared to 14 the last time the cup was here, guys are, like, you're not getting a lot of bites. And I know a lot of guys aren't really fishing either. Yeah. So I feel like that kind of skews it. But guys are, you know, if they're going down the bank and you're, uh, you don't really catch one. But when you do, it sounds like they're a little better quality than they might have been last time. Do you, yeah. Would you kind of agree with that? Yeah, well, last time, that was the first time I, I missed it. That was my rookie season. Yep. I missed it by a few points. Well, but, I guess in terms of the quality yeah, bites but, when you do get one. And like I said, talking to guys that have been here, mm-hmm. you know, or were here last time, they said that definitely going down the bank, the bites have gone down, you know, and uh, doing the topwater thing and stuff like that, doing the offshore deal with brush piles, those bites have gone down. Yep. But like you said, when somebody gets a bite, you know, it's – you hear a lot of, I caught a three-pounder, I caught a five-pounder, a, right. a lot of that going on. So uh, I think getting a limit is going to be obviously pretty tough. But you could see, you know, some big bags, mm-hmm. a couple. I, I definitely I would say there will be a couple 18 to 20-pound bags the first day. Okay. I mean, I, I definitely kind of thought we'd see someone come out the gate swinging. Yeah. Uh, especially with the way the weather is going to be. Like, I, it just feels uh, kind of top-watery mm-hmm. and, and like it would get fish fired up. Yeah. Um, I know, like, the slick, calm, sunny thing for, for the schooling fish, it's kind of the deal. Like, you yeah. want to be just dripping sweat. <laughs> you want to be miserable pretty yeah, much. Yeah, you're, you're horrible and the fish want to come yeah. up eating. But, um, yeah, I agree. I think we'll see some big bags. Uh, I want to ask you about the four days of practice. It's kind of been a big thing. This is the first time we've ever had four days of practice. And on a summer, I, I'd say any summertime bite mm-hmm. in the south, man, you put, you know, 50 of the best in the yeah. business – trying to find fish for four days on a lake and when it's hard to get a bite like that's not good right no i mean it's like it's august it's tough every time in the cup there's no different this time but i think definitely uh the four days of practice i'm not a big fan of it to be honest but um you know i wish we only had a few days yeah uh, gives a lot of those guys that you know can graph around and brush pile fish and all that you know they probably have 100 200 spots by now i mean right right yeah, and I've, I've got a lot of stuff to run, but I spend a lot of time shallow, and I'm gonna do I'm gonna do a little of both just to just to mix it up, I think. Well, and I kind of wanted to ask you that too. Um, I mean, I would assume you would probably focus a lot more shallow. 
Um, how would you say you divided your practice, like in terms of time up shallow and then maybe times uh, uh, graphing around or something like that? Honestly, I would spend you know three or four hours shallow each day, and that was about it. Then okay. I'd go graphing, you know, brush pile anything I could find offshore. You know, try to find some herring fish, some schooling fish, stuff now, like that. Now, would you fish those places, or is it just like a? I feel like I got a, a alleged tournament vibe where like it guys idle is. a lot, yeah. no casts. Like yeah. I just know I can That's, make a couple there. If he lives there, he's gonna eat. If not, move I'm on. on. Yeah. yeah. That's. I think a lot of guys are gonna be doing that. Okay. Yeah. So I'm definitely gonna do some of that as well. You know, pull up, make you know three or four casts to a place, and then I'm moving again. I'll probably hit 60 or 70 places. I'm gonna to try to hit like 30 before 10 o'clock because I think that's wow. gonna be the deal. Yeah, and and we saw we've seen that. I guess the last two times the cups have been here, like it's that morning bite um, when it's really going. Yeah, you can get hours. bites. Yep, throughout the rest of the day. Just but it's slow. Yeah. Definitely like a big downhill descent. Yeah. Uh, what about, um, you know, there's I guess we we had a video come out today um, where it kind of broke down. Michael Murphy broke down. Basically, like the three sections of like, like the lower end by the dam, midsection, and then up the rivers. Uh, did you check all of that out, or did you kind of favor one part of the lake? No, I checked it all. I mean, I came here pre-practice too. Obviously, I was two and a half hours away. I spent right. probably six, seven days, something like that. So I, you know, got to graph a lot, got to run the whole lake, and I still this week I ran the whole lake. I ran up the Big Saluda, <laughs> ran up a little, ran all the way to the dam a couple times. I mean, there's the midsection. It's really it's it's a big lake, and it, it is different in each section. Mm-hmm. I really think it is. Um, but I'm gonna I don't know if I'm gonna fish in the river. Good. I don't know if you know that's gonna. I feel come like that can play. be the wild card, right? It like really the, can. The river, because you look at Steve Kennedy yeah. last time, right? Like he smashed him on the mm-hmm. final day. Um, he was getting the bites. Like he, I know he lost some fish that probably might have won him the cup. Yeah. Um, but it's like if, if you can get on that little pocket up there. I heard some rumors that maybe there was some mayflies hatching again. There is. Um, but it just sounded like guys weren't getting bit. No. I've, which was, it's so weird to me because I, I feel like when you got mayflies and you know there's bluegills there, yeah. like, how is there not a bass somewhere <laughs> what, nearby, right? That's what I kept saying. I mean, you fish <laughs> 300 yards of laydowns and hit every, you know, when you hit them, thousands of mayflies come out and you're like, yep. how in the world am I not getting a bite here? It's It seems, it's kind of a weird, um, that wasn't spoken about too much pre-practice last time i'd say mostly because for us covering the uh, practice we just didn't really talk to the right people is kind of what happened you know now we have a little more of a heads up about it but you still like even the bluegill beds yeah um, i know there's still some bluegills still some. on beds it just doesn't sound like guys and it's not like yeah i've fished in bluegill beds seen some bass haven't caught any it's like I've thrown at them. And there's no bass there. Yeah. Which is so, it, it just it's seems so weird. odd that there's like a lot of really good things happening on the lake right now. Plus, the weather conditions seem like slightly favorable to maybe encourage some shallow, shallow fish. Definitely. That's what I thought coming into it. Full moon. I mean, you yeah. got all this stuff like on going paper, on. It sounds it's, so great. I don't know if they're feeding a lot at night right now because sure. there is a full moon and they, you know, they tend to do that in the summertime. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But you'd think with the cool mornings and stuff like that, it, you know, and the evenings and we've had a bunch of rain this week. Right. I mean, We've had a lot of cloud cover too, yeah, you know, so just that low light period kind of keeps going. It's, um, it's been weird to be honest. It has. And it sounds like it's supposed to be like that for the cup. Now I will say, I haven't looked at the forecast today, but I, I would assume you probably peaked at it. Uh, yeah. It's, it flips back and forth. One day it'll say it'll be partly cloudy, and the next day it says it's going to be thunderstorm. So I'm, I'm not really sure if they know. Because <laughs> those storms, have, you know, they pop up, and they're there for 10 minutes, except for the one day of practice. They rain right. all day. But 
you know, you'd have a storm that hit for 15 minutes. It, and oh, yeah. Not really even a storm, just rain. But, yep. And like you said, with the you know the bluegill beds, I think I've seen like two bass, and I've seen yeah. hundreds of you know. Which is it's just, it is it is a very odd situation. Yeah. Um, I think, uh, gosh, I don't know what else I want to ask you other than I assume uh, if you had to guess, whoever whoever wins this cup, do you think they will? not be in the top five for the first two days of competition? Like, do you think it'll be one of those kind of jockeying for position type things? Someone kind of, you know, rallies from the back kind of I think of there'll be – I think it's going to be the guy that's most consistent. Like, you look at Anthony last time, how he was He was always, about as consistent yep. as it gets. He didn't catch a limit one of the days. One of the days, but yeah. he still had, you know, like 11 pounds or something for yep. four fish, something like that. But uh, I think it's definitely going to be consistency he's going to win. There could be some – see, but now we cut it to three days. Right. So that big bag factor plays in a lot more. Like sure. if you go out and have 20 the first day, you may only need 12 the next two. Right. Like yeah. now you're looking at making the cut, yeah. you know, just based on your one day. One day. You've yeah. already probably made the top 20. Yep. I mean, you're close to the top 10, honestly. I don't think it will be much more than 20 to 22 pounds, maybe 24 at the most to yep. make the top 10. But, yeah, I think that big bag factor is definitely going to play in. Okay. What about uh, what about a winning weight? Because I know uh, you know you're hanging out with Brandon Cobb, Justin Atkins. I'm sure you guys have been talking. Yeah. What do you guys think that we'll see for a winning weight? I'm going to be honest. I'm going to say low to mid 40s. Okay. I think. Maybe so basically, mid, it we would could be see a 15 15 a day. Uh, a better average winning weight than last time. Than say. last time, or than either of the last cups. Because I looked for, I think for three days it was like 39 pounds was leading or something yeah. like, or 38. Yep. Yeah, it was like right around 13-ish a day yeah. was kind of, mm-hmm. um, I think that's what Gags won with was 13-ish. I just think with the quality, I mean, I know a lot of guys aren't getting bites, but yep. you've got eight hours, nine hours to get five bites. If you get five bites, more than likely you're going to have a couple you know, three to five pound fish. Do you think we'll see a lot of guys, or do you think we will see some guys maybe on the lower end of the top ten uh, that don't weigh in a limit one of the days? Yeah, I would say so. Yeah, I would say I kinda, somebody. I kind of feel like some, that. Somebody could have four fish right now for 15 pounds. I mean, that's possible. That's yeah. definitely doable. So I can see that happen. All right. Well, uh, I guess that's all the questions I got for you. Uh, you got a meeting to get to here in a second. Oh, yeah. So uh, where can the folks listening follow you throughout this tournament and the rest of whatever you're doing this year? <laughs> uh, on Instagram, it's just Shane LaHue Fishing, also on Facebook. Uh, don't get on Twitter a whole lot anymore. I think that's kind of fading out, but definitely Instagram and Facebook. All right, and if you're looking for uh, – uh, if you want some A-Rigs yeah, you, yep. coming this Sh- fall. Shane'sBaits.com, A-Rigs, BuzzBaits, stuff like that. Definitely check out the website. Which, not that I need to keep this going, but I did get an A-Rig from you last year in an Invitational. And uh, I rigged it up to use, for smallmouths in Minnesota, we can only use one hook. Mm-hmm. And I caught a pile of fish on it. Yeah. And I forgot to tell you, A, thanks for the A-Rig. <laughs> but B, uh, dude, it was nice. I caught like probably five or six pike on it and they didn't like destroy, destroy anything yeah. which was They're, very very i was so sad the second pike i caught i'm like oh no yeah, like, it's gonna be yeah this is gonna be bad yeah. it's still working oh, yeah. i got it hanging up in my garage for like when mid-october rolls back around i'll start slinging the thing again yeah, so i mean if you're catching smallmouth on it it's not tearing up that's a good thing because those things Dude, are right? mean. they're so mean 
maybe, uh, maybe you come up and visit me, and we'll uh, we'll Absolutely. put some. To the we'll do some like product testing or something. I don't know. I'm, It'll be a I'm work down thing. With that. Yeah, I'm down for catching smallmouth anytime. All right, Shane. Well, thanks, man, and uh, good luck this week. All right, thank you. Guys.